it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. home for breaking news on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. Top of the seventh, Blue Jays are batting and now leading the Phillies 10-5. 10-5, Blue Jays leading the Phillies. That one is in the seventh. Chara, Subban, Yandel, all retiring today. McKinnon, new contract in Colorado, eight years, just over $100 million bucks, $12.6 million average annual value. So a little more than McDavid makes. McDavid makes 12.5 per season. CFL suspending Calgary Stampeders linebacker Cam Judge one game. He struck BC receiver Lucky Whitehead. Knocked him during the to the ground during a post-game altercation on Saturday. Judge said he's not going to appeal the suspension. Those teams play again Saturday at BC Place. The Elks are on a bye week. Oilers training camp starts tomorrow. And we got a preseason game on 6.30, Chad. Sunday, 2.30 for the face-off show. Game at 4. Oilers home to the Jets. Then they play in Seattle on Monday. Uh, it's my understanding that Monday Night Raw will be at Rogers Place this coming Monday. Uh, Dave Campbell, the producer of this show, and he knows about 4,000 uh, 4, times more about wrestling than I do. He recorded an interview with, uh, what's the guy's name, Kellen? Dolph Ziegler? Dolph Ziegler, yes. I, was say, I think I said Dirk Ziegler earlier, a variation of the Dirk Diggler character from Boogie Nights. But it, it is <laughs> Dolph Which is a great Ziegler. movie. Now, in just could you, 20 seconds or less, Dolph Ziegler. Mm -hmm. Tell me about him. Uh, he's one of the longer tenured superstars in in WWE right now, and that stuff. He's actually a former uh, Kent State uh, amateur wrestling champion, and uh, he was actually good enough to go to the Olympics and decided to go uh, into professional wrestling instead. All right, well, that's a pretty good summer, and he's a two-time WWE champion. I did look correct. That up. Didn't yes. he? Didn't yeah. he have the belt for a day once, or less than a day? Yep. Yep. Okay. Full disclosure, I did not know about him until Dave told me last week he was going to record an interview with him about him and coming to town for Monday Night Raw and that I could use it on the show this week. Your research skills are impeccable, Reed Wilkins. Dolph Ziegler. But his real name is something else. Yes. It's like, well, it's something else. I don't know what it is. I looked it up <laughs> and I forgot. All right. So is he is he going to be entertaining? Will he be? I haven't listened to the interview. I want to hear it with everybody else. He's is he good. Be outrageous. He's, he's one of the the better, uh, in my opinion, one of the top five or top six, uh, what we call it, uh, wrestling fans, and that's he's, he's one of the top five or six uh, promo men in WWE, in my opinion, which is the the whole bit where it's like uh, you know the backstage interview thing where it's like, I hate you and I'll crush you in twenty minutes or whatever you know. So is he a heel? Is he a bad guy? He or is, is it not that cut and dried anymore? He, he 
has he has wrestled as a heel for the majority of his career, but for right now, he is in a rare uh, good guy or babyface role right now on WWE television. Oh, baby favorite. You're either a babyface or you're a heel. Mm-hmm. Those are the that's the terminology. Okay. Well, anyway, Dolph Ziggler with Dave Campbell that'll uh, air in about half an hour or so here on 6:30. Chat. Thanks a lot for tuning into the show. So, uh, also headlines today from the Oilers. They named the first two people who have been voted into the Oilers Hall of Fame. The gentlemen who already have their banners hanging are going in automatically. Induction ceremony on November 3rd before the game against the Devils. Brian Smith and Lee Foglin uh, selected by the uh, selection committee. And uh, Ryan Smith looked back on his time with the Oilers. I mean, there's so many people that make a team. And it's not just the players itself. It's the the staff, the coaches, the Obviously, the owner, you know, go back to the Peter Pocklington days to, you know, obviously the uh, the, the numerous amount of, uh, uh, of owners at the one point when things were going sideways and just everybody it coming together like uh, Foggy talks about that locker room and that cohesiveness and, um, you know, I owe it all to uh, to my teammates and, and this is this is for them too. I mean, gosh, I couldn't be uh you know get into this honor this honor is uh huge compared to so many great things so i'm i'm humbled by it but uh um yeah just extremely ecstatic to you know get the call from wayne and and uh bob was on the call and just wayne just can you know said all the things that uh that you know numerous people want to be as an nhl player but an an oiler for that matter so i mean gretz was my childhood hero and um you know i got to play the team that i grew up loving and watching and now to have this unfold is uh very humbling so i couldn't be more proud a little bit there from ryan smith who had two tenures with the edmonton oilers of course, because he was traded the first time by one of the men who was on the call today and who's on the selection committee, Kevin Lowe, who uh, acknowledged the deal that sent Smitty out of town. It's, it's definitely a regret in my career uh, because of the way things unfolded, uh, uh, the disappointment he had, the disappointment the fans had. At the time, we thought, you know, we were doing the right thing for the organization, but uh, sometimes you got to think beyond the the uh what would you think is the obvious all right a little bit there from kevin lowe uh looking back saying that he regrets the trade of ryan smith uh to the new york islanders had a couple other stops before coming back to the Oilers. i still re- i still remember the last game of smith's career what april of 2014 when he played that entire five minute power play against the vancouver canucks as they were trying to get him a goal in his last game anyway 780-496-0063 if you want to check in tonight it is the hotline presented by certainty the pros choice for roofing siding drywall insulation and ceiling systems certainty pro all the way talking about oilers storylines going into camp i mentioned a competition between philip broberg and ryan murray for a, a you know maybe a little bit being higher in the rank on the uh, blue line depth chart going into the season and Dylan Holloway stepping up playing against uh, a higher level of uh, professional player in the preseason how can he do what kind of opportunities will he get might he get to play with some of the Oilers big big guns to see how he fits in with those players uh, 7804960063 what do we got written in from someone Kellen 
Uh, you know what? I had it, and okay, here we go. We got it. Here we got Murder Flames guy texting in tonight, and he says Uh-oh. that they always say players make a team, but it's also a team that makes the player. Never know what would have happened in a different environment. Just my thought, Murder. Well, he says Murder Flames guy uh, as the uh, sign off there at the bottom. Yes. Well, he uh, <laughs> depending on the season, I guess he's switching to, to Flames guy tonight because we're talking more about hockey. Sometimes he's Murder the Stamps guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Got to be mostly happy with how their season is going. Though BC got them in overtime, that kind of surprised me on the weekend. Yeah. Um, I, I think I get what he's saying, and here's the here's the good thing about Dylan Holloway. the The Oilers are are now a good team. I even think they might be a very good team. I hesitate to call them great. You know, I haven't called them great for the last couple of years, but I think I'm going to upgrade them in my standing from good to very good. I, I, I think they can be very good this season. And I think they can score a ton of goals. Uh, he's talking about the team making the player. I don't know, maybe he's related that to, to, to Fogelin and some of the other guys as well. But um, with Holloway, I mean, the Oilers used to get first-round draft picks and, and high first-round draft picks, and they had to play right away. And they didn't just have to, have to play right away. They had to try to be the best players right away. You know, Hall, Nugent Hopkins, Eberle, uh, Yakupov, Magnus PRV. It's like, yeah, you, you can't really spend much time in the minors, kid. We need players in our top six. You got to go do it when you're 18, 19, 20. It's not conducive to building a franchise long-term. So Dylan Holloway is either going to make make the team and probably be on the third line to start the season. So he's not going to be relied on to be a primary scorer. Maybe someday he will be. Maybe someday he can be fourth or fifth on the team in goals. He doesn't have to be this year if he's on the team. So you talk about the team making the player. Dylan Holloway is going to be in an environment where he's either, you know, one of the top players in the minors and continues to develop, or if he is with the Oilers, it's like, you know, okay, we need you to perform. We'd like some goals along the way, but you got to learn these other parts of the game and, and you're not the guy. If Dylan Holloway doesn't score, it's not going to be a headline the next day. If Dylan Holloway doesn't score for five or six games, you know, that's, that's, that's okay. I mean, you want him to score a little bit, obviously, but he's not going to be the primary guy. So I, I think that's how things have changed here for the Oilers. And you're talking about, you know, a, a player who can come along, be mentored. You know, there are some Fogelin type players on the Oilers now who can help these other guys uh, come along. Mm-hmm. I hope I hope that's what you meant, Mur. Maybe you're sitting there in your chaise lounge, laughing at. Me. Well, he just texted in and just said that's for Ryan. So I'm, who knows at this point? But there we go. Uh, that's for Ryan Smith. Okay. No, well, whatever. So, whatever. I'm but tying it all together, Mur. Just go with it. Exactly. Uh, we got one more from Greaser. Uh, he texted in and says, "Why bother with Jason Demers? We have great young D prospects. Let these guys play." Uh, Greaser, I'm going to tell you what, I'm hoping that I or somebody gets a chance to ask Ken Hall on that tomorrow morning. He is supposed to speak. I, I know we talked a little bit about Demers last night, most of the focus on Vertanen because of also the, the story with his trial over the summer. And, and I said this last night, and Stoff and I talked about it too. I think Jason Demers is, I don't think he's over the hill. I mean, he's clearly older. But there have been players of that age who have still been able to contribute in the NHL, usually in a depth role. There's nothing wrong with that. I think Jason Demers, uh, in his prime, would have been a very good fit for the Oilers. But yes, I get that question. 
And as I've said numerous times, the thing for me is he was not in the NHL last year. And really, he didn't play a lot of hockey last year. So it's not as if he's coming off a, a season where he played 60 games, but was maybe on a really lousy team and had to play higher in the depth chart than he, than he should have. And instead of being, you know, the number three defenseman on, you know, Arizona or Seattle or some team that had a bad year, he, he can come here and be the Oilers seven or eight. Uh, now he would be the Oilers seven or eight, but, but he's not coming off a year like that where he was in the NHL full time. So I get that question. Um, it is a PTO. So they're taking a look at him. I, I guess they think it's worth taking a look at. I do think he's a long shot to make the team. And quite frankly, I think Jake Vertanen is a long shot to make the team. Probably not as long as Demers. Um, but if you know, I had to bet money, and I'm not everybody, don't worry. Uh, if I had to bet money, I, I wouldn't have either of those guys on the team for opening day. That, that's a totally fair question, Greaser, and uh, I'll try to pose that to Ken Holland tomorrow if uh, nobody else beats me to it. 780-496-0063. We can call a quick timeout here. It's Inside Sports on Chet. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on Edmonton Sports Leader, 630 Chen. 10-5, Blue Jays leading the Phillies. That is in the top of the eighth. Thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. Inside Sports on 630 Chet. All right. Uh, I think I'm on the morning show tomorrow, Kellen. They got me on at 845 though. So Set I don't your have to alarm. Leave. I don't have to get up too early. I'm usually alarm. up by 8.45 anyway. Well, <laughs> I'm going to be at the rink for 9.30. Oh, there we go. So, yeah, so you'll be up. There you go. So, oh, yeah, I'll be up. I don't think I've ever <laughs> I don't think I've ever slept through a hit. So that's that's good. Oh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say who, but we've had uh, announcers in the past that have done so. so. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, interesting. <laughs> we'll talk a off go- it. A little gossip for me off air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, yeah, it's uh, it's getting going here. Fun time of year. NFL's going by a couple of uh, the Buffalo Bills are good, eh? There, there's my yes. NFL analysis for you. Uh, <laughs> Bills are good. Yeah, I was listening to that uh, Reed guy last night. Did you know the Buffalo Bills are good? That'll get some funny looks at work. People will be like, you had to listen to a radio show to figure that out? Thanks, buddy. Well, it's still early, but yeah, they're living up to all the expectations so far. So, one thing we won't comment on, Kellen, mm-hmm. is our fantasy football teams. Yes, because no comment. Yes, what you no said. No comment. You can no go back cares. and listen to Monday show to, to to find out the exact comment on there. And I do agree with you, one hundred and ten percent. Yeah, no one cares. We play it. We're not going to tell you how we're mm-hmm. doing. We're not going to tell you about our roster moves. We're not going right. to tell you which players we had that did well. Because nobody cares. That's right. Maybe some, maybe sometime this fall, we'll just do the fantasy football show. We'll just do an hour 
when people can call in, write in, and we'll give them like 30 seconds to a minute about their fantasy football team. We'll say, mm. nobody else in your life cares. We'll care for, for a minute. Uh, that could be even like the Festivus thing on the 21st of December because isn't one of the Festivus <laughs> things the airing of grievances, right? So Well, I get, yeah, it wouldn't be airing of grievances so much. It, it would just be like, tell us everything about your fantasy football league that your friends and family and coworkers don't want to hear. Um, ah, okay, yes. You know, I, 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 I'm guessing. That, you know, I, I don't think this is a sexist thing to say. I'm guessing that most people that play fantasy football are men. I'm not saying that their women don't play it, but I, I would say most of the players are men. So I'll phrase this from that standpoint. Like for 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 you guys out there who are in relationships, you know, married, girlfriends, whatever. Like, do you talk about your fantasy football team with your your spouse, your lover, whatever? Because I have a feeling, I, I know from relationships I've been in in the past, those conversations wouldn't have lasted very long. Yeah, you can talk about it, but whether the other party <laughs> is listening to uh, you hey, talk about I it. I picked up Heinz story. board off waivers. Yeah, well, you forgot to pick up Heinz ketchup. Now we can't have supper. Exactly. <laughs> because all my girlfriends would ever make me was, was just uh, boiled ketchup. That was a romantic dinner. Oh, boy. <laughs> anyway, I, I just wonder about that. I, I, don't, I don't think those conversations last very long. Because here's the thing. Your other buddies that play fantasy football generally don't care about your team. Unless maybe you're in the same league or you're right. playing against each other or yeah. you're jockeying for position. Maybe. But that, again, I, I can't stress this enough, guys. And I'm, I'm going to speak mostly to the men here. This is the line I use. To you, your fantasy football team is the most interesting thing in the world. To everybody else, your fantasy football team is the least interesting thing in the world. So that's why you just just zip it. I'm doing the, I'm doing that zip motion right now, Kellen, and then the little lock and throwing away the key. You know what? It's words to live by. It's it's the best advice I've 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 heard in a long that's, time. That's that's so. really what I want to be known for is that I changed the way we talk about fantasy football in terms of that we don't talk about it because we don't want. It's, it, it's, it's like it's, Fight Club. The first rule of Fight Club is you don't talk about Fight Club, right? Well, so. right. Except that we were not beating each other, but uh, <laughs> but but that's like you're talking about anything else with your buddies with your girlfriend with your wife except like find anything else that it'll be more interesting to people. Trust mm-hmm. me. All right, uh, I got another storyline for Oilers Camp. I will get to that. I'm happy to hear yours at 780-496-0063. And we will get to Dave Campbell's interview with WWE wrestler. Now, make sure I'm saying this right, Kellen. Dolph Ziggler. Correct. Dolph Ziggler. That's right. That's correct. 100% correct. Yes. 100%. Dolph Ziggler, who has been both a baby face and a heel over the course of his career, Monday Night Raw is at Rogers Place coming up here on Monday the 26th. Okay, that's going to be fun. Back after the 7.30 news and weather.